0: About, trying to figure out what it's all about. existentialist am I worth anything or just a scout? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Spending time all alone, sending my phone. Dreaming of a better home. Wing while more focused on
1: trying to hone this craft. Witchcraft. I hope the Brujas let this last. I don't
0: know. This was with Outside here on WNHH 103.5 FM, New Haven. It is noon on a Friday, so you know it must be time for Behind the Brand. My name is Easy Blues Prestige. Got a text message from Ms. Davis and is actually on search for the Holy Grail right now. So we're going to let him do what he needs to do and get that squared away. But today, we are going to talk about something that's absolutely incredible. I do say this all the time, but the heralds of this world are the ones that take down the happenings and are able to spin that to let everyone know. From the dawn of time when the minstrels sat with lutes on the corner saying, hear ye, hear ye, Information was passed from generation to generation, person to person, and this is the way it went. If we did not have people cataloging, we would never have history. And if we didn't have history, we would repeat mistake after mistake after mistake. And let's be honest, even with the written history we have, we're still repeating some mistakes, looking at you. But it is what it is. You know, we don't pour salt in anyone else's hustle. But today, I want everyone. To put their hands together, not if you're driving, please keep your hands at 10 and 2, we don't need any accidents. But mentally, I want you to put their hands together for the amazing, the incredible, a person who goes by many names, whether it be DJ QT, whether it be Zoe Jensen, whether it be the founder of one of the coolest magazines in the history of magazines. I'm sorry, I should not have said that. I mean, can I see you next Tuesday? Mm -hmm. thank you welcome benvenue and thank you for being here on this incredible adventure today
1: what a sweet intro thank you so much i think of myself playing a lute all the time i think that's that's perfect
0: well, it's because it actually rhymes with with your traditional instrument as well. Exactly, with the flute. Loop. Exactly. It, it, it works out absolutely incredibly. So for the people who don't know you, for the people who have been living under a rock in downtown Dayton for so long and have no idea who you are and where you came from, Zoe, what brought you to New Haven? Were you born here? Were you bred here? Were you programmed to be here? Are you a pod person? Like, what's going on?
1: Yeah, I um, actually was born in New York, um, as I feel like a lot of tri-state people may do. And then I moved, yeah, and then I moved to Connecticut with my family, did that suburban life, Um, and then I um, went to film school in Southern California because I was 18 and thought that was a smart idea, Uh, realized that wasn't a good idea, and then transferred to UConn, go Huskies, and then um, after graduation, I was working at a bakery in Darien um, and was just missing all of the amazing artists from Yukon um, who I met. And so I just started cataloging and creating Can- Can I see you next Tuesday mm-hmm. and <laughs> putting all of these different artists together um and then a couple months later i moved to new haven lived here for yeah about two years now and um yeah i it's been quite a journey but i feel like this zine is just the perfect encapsulation of everything i love about connecticut and everything i hope to see for the state. It's it's a treat
0: well and that's one of the most incredible things because because here's the thing and and this is where we get into the chicken and the egg conversation Mm -hmm. right because you are an artist as well so Were you a cataloger before you were an artist or was your cataloging something that inspired your art to continue to grow and blossom?
1: Yeah. So um, I am um, blessed and cursed to have two artist parents who um, (laughs) were always challenging me and also encouraging me. So my mom is a painter and my dad is a writer. Um, And so when I was young, I was like just doing all the little things and just like playing little instruments and in the family band and all that. Uh, but when I was eight years old, I did my first newspaper. So I mm-hmm. had like a uh, a weekly newspaper for my third grade class that I started and we did investigative journalism. <laughs> um, and it was just that was sort of my first time making something just regularly. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like I really do see like writing articles and um Doing photography and all this stuff is just such a such a seamless art into ju- journalism and into making zines. Um, but I feel like I've always um, sort of blended the two together. Like yeah. I've done video art at the same time that I was a videographer for my school newspaper. Like just sort of like like the two things were very much intertwined forever.
0: Well, see, and that's one of the most incredible things that if you do look back throughout history and stuff like that. One of one of my favorite um, writers, um, I actually have part of the Gonzo fist tattooed on my chest, mm-hmm. is Hunter S. Thompson, of because of the twisting of the art and the information yeah. and how you know they intertwine the two. And I kind of get a little bit of a similar feeling, um, you know, from one, from your performances and also from your writing. Because, yeah, I pay attention. I, I do what I'm supposed to do. I did somewhat of the homework. I mean, the dog ate it, but I did somewhat of it. Um, you know, is it how important of, is it to have your personality shining through your writing? You know, because a lot of the information in journalism can just be this is the facts. You know, there there are some phenomenal writers out there who, you know, headlines are like two bands play at cafe nine Um, (laughs) which is great because it's the information that's necessary but it doesn't it doesn't hook it doesn't hook the way it should
1: so how important
0: is your personality there
1: so important i mean like i am also just a huge fan of hunter s thompson who's an orlean even like david sedaris's articles like all these people who bring in like cataloging events but still make their voice and their personality so clear and I think it's just the most fun way to experience something Mm -hmm. um and just makes writing so much fun like I just feel like um just reading articles and having it be an enjoyable experience is what can like make people want to inform themselves And I think that like you're doing an event a disservice if you're not making it at least somewhat kind of fun. Like, of course, I get it. Like state the facts, of course, like sort of big, big time journalism is is an important part of this process of cataloging things, of course. But I think that like doing the sort of journalism that I do in the zine and yeah like our cafe nine and things like that like there's so many fun ways to explore how you're experiencing those events too um but i think yeah i try i try my best to emulate all of those authors and like bring in my sort of um two cents into those experiences um without getting too you know heady um <laughs> but yeah <laughs>
0: Okay okay well now 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 that we've gotten that out of the way I want to kind of jump back <laughs> a little bit because there's two things I really want to focus on right now. Um you said family band so I'm thinking you had like a park family bus is that what was going on here I, like
1: my dad wishes he he <sighs> wishes we had a bus. We I was playing so my dad played guitar played bass and mandolin and all these things and then my sister was relegated to the bass guitar and singing and then I was of course as the third one the drummer so I was drumming um <laughs> this little family band. Um, and it it was it was a great time. We didn't really perform much, but I was always the roadie for my dad's events because he's just in like a billion different bands. Um, I was just like 15, like falling asleep on like couches and bars and just like, had that very that sort of experience. But um, it really is um what that, I don't know, that whole musical love um, and experience of like being in that scene and experiencing it and wanting to catalog it and sort of take that picture. But um, yeah, I mean, it's what like brought me to DJing is like drumming and um, playing flute in middle school. I mean, just kind of keeping it up. And yeah, just I feel like that's also again, the zine. I mean, everyone loves music in some sort of way. And um, it's fun to bring experiences like when I go to shows and talk to random people and put it in the zine it's just such a treat
0: well and, and now I wanted to actually bring up the, the other thing you started the paper in the third grade and it was investigative <laughs> journalism so it was like <laughs> who didn't put the salt in the tater tots this week or like what was that like you know who ate the most amount of glue what were Uh, we investigating in third grade I need to know uh,
1: there was actually our first investigative so I started the zine started the zine lol I started the newspaper and then some kids in my class are really like interested in talking about some of the stuff and having me exploring some of the stuff so there was actually a bunch of trash underneath the jungle gym and we were all very confused because we're like, where is all of this trash coming? Like, it was tons and tons of trash underneath it. And so um, I I went out and I was trying to figure out where all the trash was coming from. Um, and um, lo and behold, it was just people littering by the parking lot nearby the jungle gym. <laughs> <laughs> But, um, but yeah, that was that was a really important and exciting piece for me um, as a young journalist. So <laughs> yeah, it was great.
0: that 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 actually that that just made me so happy on so many different <laughs> levels. I will be honest with you, that was that was that was heartwarming. It was awesome. It was everything I needed.
1: <laughs> it was really fun. It was really. I did a piece on my there these two girls in my third grade class who my teacher would call the Valley girls because they just <laughs> had that sort of accent. I didn't know what that was. So I did a piece on like what Valley Girls were and asked my teacher like what are Valley Girls? And like, what is that? And um yeah, it was it was, yeah. it was it was actually it was really fun. My first time making crosswords. It was yeah, it was a great, great start. Wait, you made crosswords? I was like making little crosswords. I mean, I use some crossword generators and now I like make it all by hand. So it's like actually way more precise as then back back in the day but um i i was really into the simpsons growing up and there was a t- there's an episode um where lisa becomes a crossword um creator and i just was like obsessed with that episode so it was pretty much that crossword from that episode
0: <laughs> wow um I, you sadistic son of a gun. Uh,
1: <laughs>
0: I, 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 have so, 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 so many feelings about that right now. The next thing you're going to say is, is you also got a Wordle going on now or so, or something. There's
1: Never, me. never, never done. Guess what? I've never done a Wordle and I'm, I'm kind of sticking to it. I've like watched from my friends do it. I've never done it by myself, but I'm sticking to crosswords. Those are my favorite.
0: <laughs> I did one Wordle yeah. and I got it the first try. Good for you. <laughs> and That's I will never, well, so it's it, It was, well, here's the thing. It was, I always start off with the uh, first name of my band as Uh like the word, and it just happened to be that one. No way. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm I'm in Shame Penguin, and Shame Uh has all the words. It has the S, the H, the A, the M, and the E. So one of those letters is going to show up there. Right. So it just, statistically, it made sense to me. And Um. I was like, boom, they're like, winner. I was like, never again. I am done. Out of the way.
1: We're good. Keep here. that screen. Keep it. Keep your accuracy at 100. That's <laughs> yeah, that's, really, that's very impressive. Yeah, that's, that's fantastic. That's,
0: yes. I also, you know, I, I I would try out for Major League Baseball and I'd hit one home run and I'm done. I'm good. You're, done, we're, we're,
1: yeah, uh, You're good. I'm done. Yeah.
0: So grand opening, grand closing, you know, <laughs> so it's, it's the, the way to go about things. Uh-huh. <laughs> But, you know, as, as you are continuing to evolve and, and, and grow, and, and I love how we're getting into the, the beginning starts of, of your journey, mm-hmm. um, you also are a DJ, DJ QT, mm-hmm. yes. And you have this incredible moment, and I've actually got to witness it, um, mm-hmm. where all of a sudden there's this, this awesome DJ remix of Barbie Girl. <laughs> and you pull out a flute, and you don't just play the flute. Like, Jeffro Tull will look at that performance and be like, she moves a lot. That's a lot of movement. That's a lot of movement. Yep. Yep. So yep. how did that how did that happen? Because I have to say, from all of and and I wish I would have put two and two together because like when you talk to me about whatever, it is actually considered like within my top 12 moments uh, of the State House is like because I love when reality bends and you bent reality for that, that moment. So how did that I happen?
1: So kind. I um <laughs> so i was playing flute i was just practicing but i had never done it with djing for a bit and i've been djing for the past like 5 years so i've never blended the two before i've done like bass guitar while djing but i've never done flute and um i just i just was loving practicing and getting really into playing flute and i was like i feel like this is so perfect because like when you're djing you're going to do samples you're going to just play certain notes and i was like this is the most perfect instrument to play while dJing. and so I was like, you know what? let's do it so I, so I um was playing uh, um, I just like was practicing Barbie girl, and um I yeah, I did a split on stage while I was playing flute, which was very difficult and so for the like, the week before i and I was wearing like three inch four inch heels, so I was like practicing in my room with my heels on and like my flute and being like, okay, how am how I going to do this? How am I going to do this? And my sister was like trying, was with me. And she was like trying to coach me like doing, <laughs> to split while doing go while DJing. And it was, it was very nerve wracking in the moment because I was like, cause with, with DJing, you're like, you're constantly have something to do. Like you're constantly mm-hmm. like, how's this going? How's this going? How's this going? And so to have both of my hands on my flute was a little nerve wracking. So I had to like really make sure that I was like on it. But um, yeah, it's just such, I love playing flute while DJing. And now it's like one of my favorite things to do. And like, I bring it into all my sets. Um, but yeah, I, it was, it was such a treat to play Barbie girl. And um, when I was at Diesel Lounge, we did, we um, were now doing club nights for the zine. And um, I brought my flute for the first one and I was just like riffing and doing like random like sort of notes off the top of my head and just listening to the song. It was just, it's so much fun. I love playing flute. It's the best instrument.
0: The best instrument. That, and now now there's a whole, you've
1: just made a whole bunch of
0: musicians very, very mad. You know, there's a whole bunch of that. people right now. Most of them probably have neckbeards, but they're all like, marr, marr. and this is the point <laughs> Yeah, this is the point in time where I say anyone who has any sort of of hate mail or anything like that, <laughs> feel free to hit up Preston.
1: Um, he'll yeah. he'll take it because I don't care. Um, it's uh, send it to, to us. It's, it's the zine with a on <laughs> would love to hear what's a better instrument. My favorite instruments are steel drums and flute. Um, I think they are just like such fun instruments, and yeah, I'm just I'm just a huge fan. I think it's great. I dare you to listen to bossa nova with flute players and tell me that it's not your favorite instrument. (laughs) (laughs) Well,
0: it's super interesting too, because, um, you were actually at the state house's last show, the jam who had my, one of my favorite human beings in the entire world. Someone who showed me that there's such a thing called soul flautist, Mm -hmm. um, Dylan, Dylan is, is, is family. Dylan has given drum lessons to my youngest, um, you know. Um, so when I say, you know, homie is family, homie is family. Um, what was it like to see flute in that environment and it oh, not be you?
1: I was so excited. I was so excited. I I saw the flute in the flute stand, which I don't even have. Like, I was like, oh. like it was such a beautiful flute, too. And I was I was just fangirling. I was just like, oh my God, I cannot wait to see this flute. Um, and yeah, I w- it was just epic. And then at one point I was doing some interviews outside state house and came back in. Um, the person I was with at the show was like, Oh, you just missed like the coolest flute show solo-, solo ever. And I was like, well, uh, that's really unfortunate. Um, but <laughs> I did just see a good chunk of flute and I was just so pumped. Dylan, I've never met him before, but by God, that's a good flautist. Like it was so fun to see and so cool. I love seeing, like soul and jazz flute, like out. It's just, ugh, so good.
0: And and for those who haven't seen jazz flute before, you can watch uh, Ron Burgundy in, in the first, exactly. uh, you know, which was amazing. Now I can't remember the name of the movie. The Anchorman. Anchorman, in the first Anchorman, <laughs> and he has a whole soul, uh, he has this whole jazz floutist thing going on. It was yeah. absolutely ingenious. and And one of the best moments in cinema and we're having an incredible moment here on wnhh 103.5 fm new haven this is behind the brand i am easy blues prestige is hanging out with sasquatch looking for the loch ness monster because mrs (laughs) davis said the loch ness monster is the one that has the holy grail but we are here with zoe we are talking about canetta see you next tuesday the amazing (laughs) zine that does all these incredible things and really catalogs all what is beautiful in new haven and new haven arts and connecticut and connecticut arts now as you do process and 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 move through there and someone who is so infatuated with words and the chronicling as well um will there be like a spoken word album from Mm. dj cutie or like are we gonna start getting some 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 harmonies going on like what's the next evolution like challenge
1: that's such a great question i was actually um, at Cafe Nine yesterday, and wow, okay, cool band was playing in their DJing while like screaming. And I was like, is this the ne- next iteration of my DJ set where I'm doing screamo on top of DJing? <laughs> um, I, that's a great question. Um, my friend, um, Mar Pelias, who I edit the zine with, she's like an amazing spoken word poet, like absolutely incredible. And um, that was our first project we ever worked on together was we were a part of the um, WHUS scene at UConn Radio. And she was like, I have this spoken word poem. I don't know what to do with it. Does anyone want to make art for it? And I was like, I'll do it. And so I made like some video art for it. Um, and I've always wanted to bring more sort of stuff, like spoken word into my sets. I've always um, I've brought some like clips of interviews and stuff that I mm-hmm. really like. Like there's this clip of Bjork talking about like being a woman in music that I've like sampled a bunch of times before in my sets but I've never like done my own like like I've and again like I've done like little bits where I'm talking for like two seconds toward the end of a set or whatever um but I've never done like a full spoken word DJ set I feel like that's a really good idea um and especially because like I don't know I love like the history of DJing is so intertwined with hip-hop and stuff too I feel like spoken word and Sort of having that human element into a remix is so important.
0: It, it, it's been something that that is absolutely incredible for for generations upon generations. One of my favorite records is actually uh, Jim Morrison's American Prayer, mm. um, where it's just all spoken word with supposedly the mm. Doors are playing in the background. But like I I, I somewhat. You know fade out on that because you know um you know awake cast dreams for my hair my pretty child my sweet she was the day she was the sign of your day um it's just it's incredibleness that, that that flows through it um and i i love that artistry aspect so yeah i mean tell me when it's gonna happen i will okay. totally be there okay. it'll be good times it'll be good times but now like as um, you are moving forward and as are you, you are growing and the zine is growing tremendous you know tremendously what started off as a one-off is now something <laughs> that that you're putting out like what was what was the last thing like bi-monthly. Over, over yeah bi monthly and you're putting out like 500 o- orders a, a shop
1: yeah mm-hmm. that's yeah.
0: amazing <laughs> thank you thank you especially consider people can like click and go online but people still want the physical yeah. what is that connection like
1: I love that people want the physical I um I've been an avid magazine subscriber since I was really young because my mom does hair and so I always have had like magazines at home and. I don't know. I think that like, it's kind of why people at least that I've talked to don't really buy like Kindles or anything. Like people just like having physical copies of books and physical things. And I think, especially as like social media is just so clearly like, you know, fraught. I think it's just really cool to see people like really embrace ways to connect with like things that you can hold and feel and like connect with. Um, And it's so wild to me. Like I really, I just, <laughs> It's just like, you know, you have hopes and dreams when you like start a a zine where you're like, oh, it'd be really cool if uh, someone likes this, like that Mm -hmm. would be really cool. And so to see so many people, especially at like zine fairs that we run, where it is completely packed, like completely to the brim packed with people and like local zines, it is so cool to see that people are like embracing independent media and Want to hold something and have some sort of like physical copy. I think it's just like I don't know. It's just so, it's really like just wonderful to think about, um, especially as someone who loves making it. Just to know that people like we wouldn't be making this if it wasn't community funded and mm-hmm. supported. Like that's the only reason why we exist. So it's it's so cool that that there's a want and appreciation of it.
0: Now, now let's we kind of. Bulldozed over something that 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 piqued my interest, and I want to talk about a zine fest. Like what what what's going on? Like how do I how am I just finding out about this now? Oh, oh, Why yeah. hasn't anyone told me before? Um, I like to just randomly show up to places, and like poof, Easy's here. Um, it's just the way things go. Um, you know, and especially if there's some sort of spotlight, I'm gonna try to. I mean, you know, a little bit gonna shine this way. It's oh, just good, how they, it's just it's just who I am. You, you've had a conversation with me. You understand. <laughs> 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 so what what is a zine fest? How do we go? Like what's going what? Who?
1: So we've had so we're gonna have another or another next zine fest. It's gonna be July 29th. Mark your cal, it's gonna be on a Saturday. Um, and um it's gonna be our fourth one, I believe fourth or fifth, which is just wild again to think about, but um We started it, I want to say uh, a year and a half. It was like six months or so into making the zine. So it was like, it was in 2021. It was like mid or late. I don't know. But anywho, we, um, the zine was asked to do a zine fair in New York. And it was just like the most ideal situation we've ever seen. It was like in a warehouse. It had this model of like, Paying people who are tabling instead of like taking like hundreds of dollars away from them. Like it had, it was just like the most welcoming, positive environment. And we were like, we need to bring the student New Haven. And so I was just like, I, of course, with my ridiculousness, I was just like, yeah, I, I let's do it. Like I'll, we'll start a zine fair. Like let's do it. And so I asked the bike co op, the Bradley Street bike co op, um if they would be down and they were like yeah absolutely and so we had our first zine fair there i want to say like september october no no it was like it was like april 2022 or something mm-hmm. um and it was just a super huge success tons of people came out we were doing it we organized that one with bridge and tunnel and it was just like it was so cool how many people came out we just Mm -hmm. probably like 400 people were there just like yeah throughout like five hours it was like Mm -hmm. people were like pushing their way through like it was that sort of vibe it was ridiculous um and then we've just kept running them ever since so um we have it um yeah we then after that one we did two more and um they're just so fun. Also again, at the Bradley Street Bike Co-op, and we only have local Connecticut or New Haven zines. And it's just really cool to see the zine um sort of scene and New Haven specifically, even just like explode since then. Like I love seeing zines pop up and um people who have reached out being like, I really want a table, but I've never made a zine before. Can you help me? And we've like helped coach people through making zines and um, just providing resources, and I don't know. I it just, it's, it's really fun. But definitely come to the next one. Come to the next one. It's going to be epic. It's always epic. Oh, I,
0: I'm, 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 I'm going to be there, and I'm, awesome. I'm going to actually, I'm going to wrestle the Loch Ness monster to make sure Page <laughs> is there as well, um, because he, Perfect. he, he, he's even more fun than th- than I am, yeah. because he, he, he is the, uh, um, he is the Dean Martin in our, in our Martin and <laughs> Lewis, uh, so it works out really well. Uh, I'm just, just saying. Very, very, very true he, he 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 is he is the straightest of straight men for, and which makes my insanity look amazing
1: um love it
0: but 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 what's really amazing and and i i love the fact that you have this zine fest but now i want to break it down a little bit like let's get into the the nuts and bolts of it are there like panels where like you know a cu- couple of like uh, the zine people will sit down and tell other people how to start zines you know do you guys tell stories or is it just kind of like a bunch of tables and everyone talks about their scene and zine and they're pitching their zine to grow
1: so, yeah so what we do is um the bike co-op if you, it's like a sort of like a warehouse so we have about like six tables on each side of the warehouse mm-hmm. um and then two zines share each table and then people can come in and buy the zine from them directly and just talk to them about their zine we thought about doing panels the one that in um by hyperlink press that we went to in new Mm -hmm. york panels and i thought it was really cool and very special but there were a lot of people who were just coming in like trying to talk to us while the panel was going on and being like how much is this zine Mm -hmm. and we were like so we just have it just kind of like a free-for-all sort of like come through chat with people like do your thing um but it's it's really really cool but people just sell their zines or give out zines if they're for free and um we've had so many different ones we've had um the reach fund from ct do it where they provide like abortion resources for people Mm -hmm. there's um a bunch of like music zines there are people who do like um this one guy it was super cool. He does sketches at, like, different shows that he goes to. So there's tons of, like, Connecticut artists in, mm-hmm. like, sketched out in his zine, like, all over, all over the place. Like, thick art books or, or like, little things printed on, like, just classic folded up zine um, from a copier. It's just, it's really cool and just such a cool way to see um, um other sorts of zines. But it's very much, like, chill, come mm. through, talk with people, get a zine if you want sort of vibe. Nice. Yeah. Nice.
0: So it kind of has like that flea market vibe that, that, exactly. that, that, I, that I love and has been highlighted so well in, in Mallrats, one of my favorite movies of all time. Mm. Um, just saying, you can see Kevin Smith is a big influence on my look. Um, but, it's like, <laughs> <laughs> but no, it, it's, it's absolutely incredible. And I love how everything you do is so all immersive. Um, this is not, you know, I, I, we talk about it on the show at all times, you know, people who are successful, we kind of go with the prefer, professional wrestling format of it,
1: mm. where
0: the most successful professional wrestlers are just the, themselves dialed up to 11. Mm. Um, and the reason why you are have all these different avenues that, that are landing for you is because you're not trying to be anything other than yourself. And you know, you are fully embracing as I like to call the weird. And if that offends you, you can hit up Preston. Um, and for feel, a feel free. Thank uh, God good. that's coming off. Yeah, Thank God. Good. <laughs> good. So I just, just want to make sure. Um, you know, it, it, and it's so incredible to see it's something that that I that you know, that was the moment I was like, oh, okay, I need to have this person on the show. We need to tell um, her story because you do this on your own. It's hundred percent crowd crowdfunded, it's hundred percent crowdsourced. Um so three people that are listening right now you can do this this is Mm -hmm. not something that's unattainable you know your voice is important your point of view is important even if it's just to get out there and have a counterpoint because when those counterpoints are there and they can be handled respectfully there's incredible growth and there's incredible healing that can happen i'm big fan of you know i feel that we need to have a lot more uncomfortable conversations because that's the only way we're gonna be able to grow and and be better as as a society um even though no matter what we are just animals um and that's fine but now in the different type of aspect of it what is like a day in the light like are you like a, a net netflix binger or like do you just not have the time like what inspires you like yeah. pop culture inspires the heck out of me um, you know i i just finished watching the muppets mayhem oh, uh, thing yeah. and i got the vinyl um which yes i do yeah dope um you know so what inspires you because there are people at home who don't know what inspiration is and it could be right there for them so what inspires you
1: I mean oh my gosh I feel like I've been just someone who's just been like eating up any sort of like pop culture or like stuff that just makes me happy like I don't know just I'm just someone you know I feel like there's many people among us who are just the Wikipedia divers and I am one of them, like just sort of wanting, like once you learn about one artist, like where are they from? What's their vibe? What other people are they playing with? What sort of venues are they going to? Like, what sort of genre even is this? Like, that's just how my brain sort of, you know, uh, how I like to go. But um, I mean, oh my gosh, so much stuff inspires me. I like, I feel like living in East Rock, New Haven and like going to the park every day is like my main source of inspiration and just seeing like the awe that's around me and um, I don't know just nature is like a super big important inspiration for like my art and my music Um, and just being in that I think that um, DJing and like the just the process of music discovery is so important to me like the different sorts of dance music and Um, just wanting to read and learn as much as possible. I'm like, it's taken me forever, but I'm finally reading Dilla Time, which is just like everything. So good. Such an amazing book. Such an amazing book. And um just like wanting to learn all this stuff. And um, I read major labels by Clef Asena, who's from New Haven. I did this article on him because I realized he was from New Haven and like just wanting to learn, like once, I feel like for people who maybe not don't know where to start, I mean, like, just think of one thing that you like, like if it's food, who, what sort of food are you really liking? What sort of other sort of chefs are making the best of that type of food? Where are they from? Where are they living? What sort of ingredients are they working with? Who inspires them? What sort of cookbooks things are they sort of diving into? I feel like there's so much stuff that, I mean, I don't know, everything is connected. And so I think that it's just really fun to just get in an area of passion and you're going to just dive right in. I mean, so many DJs inspire me, so many zine creators and artists inspire my work. And I think that it's just so key to just when you come, when you're, <laughs> this going to maybe sound cheesy, but when you're performing or sharing work from a place of love, It's just going to be great. It's just going to be great.
0: You have to check out um, the next time that they're spinning around the vinylistics. Um, Yeah. uh, DJ prime and this other guy, I always forget his name. They would play at the state house on a regular basis, but they would show up and myself and Mike, who's the, the sound, the primary sound guy there would literally have conversation hours upon hours of conversation about music and about the different things and every time they were there they would turn us on to something new something different mm. um and like even i don't know how far along in dilla time you are but um you're gonna find out that there's there's a particular um band i believe from australia um coyote hiatus mm. you're gonna want to seriously listen to them especially if you're a fan of of, of dilla's music and the uh symphony uh performance that they talk about in that as well you're going to want to listen to that and you're going to want to be so mad um because <laughs> so you're listening bad. to to like dj beats full symphonically uh-huh. um and uh-huh. like with the times and the stops and you know and yeah. the drag it, it was it's just by oh. far all right yeah am sorry you hit my music geek aspect of it now 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 i uh-huh. apologize
1: no
0: please I love it I'm so excited this book is so good like yeah. oh, so so good so 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 good so so yeah. so good. Um, and and that's and that's one of the the most key things too you know as creatives you have to like you have to stay stimulated um, and the more avenues you can have for that type of stimulation um, is, is key and you have to be open for when you know it's going to strike you know i i have written many lyrics while sitting and watching a movie and uh, the people around me have gotten very mad because i stopped paying attention to the movie because i just needed to get this line or two or seven or twelve out um you know, because yeah. it's just, it's that important, you know, thank goodness, you know, I, thank goodness I didn't come up in the time where you had the cell phones you could record into at all times, I would just be talking over the movies and the entire like, <laughs> this is what it is, pay no attention to Jamie Foxx, yes, yes, Jamie Foxx is jumping from a building, it's great, I don't care, this is important, um, I still that's take
1: so important, yeah, no, I mean, I, I, like, I studied film before I transferred to hmm. UConn, so, like, all of, just to film and TV and all of that stuff, I mean, like, yeah, I, I was just the kid who was doing homework and, like, half watching TV, like, the entire time and, like, writing, doing creative writing assignments while being, like, inspired by, like, stupid comedy show central shows. Like, that was just, like, what, yeah, everything was.
0: And, and it, it's one of the most incredible things, too, because, you know, the first time I realized I was a creative was being young and watching a Robin Williams stand-up comedy. Interesting. You know, yeah, it's his mind, like the way his mind worked. I was like, oh my gosh, this person gets it. This person Mm -hmm. understands, you know, how everything can flick and go about in its different directions. And I was like, oh, that's actually why I have Nanu Nanu tattooed on my knuckles. Um Awesome. Thank you. But this is not about me. This is about you, and this is about the amazing (laughs) magazine here on WNHH, 103.5 FM, New Haven. This is behind the brand I Am Easy Blues. Prestige is having tea with Prince Charles, who's now the king, and things are fantastic because pawn jumps rook.
1: And we are here
0: (laughs) with Zoe talking about the amazing zine and the zine culture, but now that we're here and we're talking about kinetics next tuesday um we need to really understand like what inspires you to want to write about something what was like hey this is an important conversation that needs to happen how do you research your stories or do they just come to you
1: oh my gosh uh, i mean yeah. like, I'm, I'm very lucky to i mean all of my stories at least like the ones that i've done for the zine like particularly just shows that I go to or things, are things that I would be going to anyways. And so it's kind of, honestly, it's an excuse for me because I go, like, I wrote, uh, I, I do these things where I go to shows and then I just talk to people in the crowd. And so I do like a little mini summary and then like have interviews from people in the crowd. And it's just an excuse for me to talk to random strangers while I'm at the show I just, just sort of just talk to people. But I mean, that's so much of my inspiration. It's just, or like sort of the articles that I choose are just things that I feel like are just interesting and maybe having a sort of um i don't know a reason to go up to someone and be like hey can i interview you really quickly or like hey do you have a moment to talk or whatever like it's just sort of like an excuse for me to um get more into something that um i otherwise would want to attend i mean like the final state house shows like i was going to go to those regardless like i was going there was no way that i was going to miss those and then i was just like well this is just kind of perfect cuz i do really want to learn like what's going to happen after like what's everyone's sort of next steps so I was like where are all these people going how is this going to change New Haven and so like it was just sort of an excuse for me to be like oh hey Dustin can I talk to you really quickly like, <laughs> <laughs> so it was I feel like the zine and like it's really just I mean all the articles that I do are just interests that I already have that I just want to learn more about um, and again, it's what I said about just like sort of writing and exploring your interests from a place of love. I mean, like it's just it, it's not boring. It's like what I would want to know. Like I want to know what makes a good like sort of venue and what that looks like for New Haven. You know,
0: it, it's it's so interesting that you mentioned that because I remember getting the text message that you know <laughs> you're 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 coming through and this is what it is and, and and you showed up and I never put two and two together because like <laughs> again I, I I'm very like. When I'm there, I'm just there. I'm just a part, like I'm I'm just a part of the machine. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like that, that that feature, but I also forget like who I am sometimes. Yeah. Um, and you know, so and you're like, I was like, Oh yeah, this is gonna be like I'm gonna write a thing. Never in my head was I like this person's gonna want to talk to me or anything like that. And then you're like, Oh, and then I saw I was like, Oh, and it was like I'm in an emotional space. Yeah, you know, of course. I'm like feel and, and you're like, Oh, let's talk. I was like, Ah, oh, son of a gun. This <laughs> is this is not man um you know and and that was i was like hmm, maybe i have to go get ice Um, uh, maybe i need to go and you're like no nope, we're good i was like ah curses um you know because again i forget you know uh, and then from what i hear too is yeah after apparently you interviewed caitlin she's like you have to go talk to dustin
1: <laughs> no exactly exactly and i was like oh yeah talk talk to dustin i mean i like really want i feel like that piece was so incredible and before I even went I want to talk to you and I want to talk to Los and I want to talk to all the different bartenders and everything because I was like and the sound guy was such like like Mike was such an important part of that interview too because I feel like I don't know there were so many different pieces that made that that place so special and so like I think that there was I don't know what goes into making a venue or I'm sure as you know just any sort of brand or whatever mm-hmm. there's so many people that make us play special so uh, no, I was so pumped. I was so excited. I knew that you, you said you weren't excited, but it was a great interview. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: it's it, it, it's so interesting because I actually, my, my, Mike is my special boy. Like, I, mm-hmm. th- that is that is someone who, him and I have bonded throughout this entire time. It's been one of the most fun things, you mm-hmm. know, to happen. So now that we're not doing that, like, on an every night basis, it's kind of been weird. But we're not here to talk about me. Enough about me. Gosh darn it. Stop it. No. I, this is why I don't like having other interviewers on the show because you spin things. And no, it's your show. We're talking about you and your magazine. There's
1: so much. There's so much. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but now let's also talk about what I consider now, honestly, the coolest moment the oh. State House has ever had in the history of forever, ever. During the jam, mm. Stout walks up, grabs a microphone,
1: and takes us to church doing smells like teen spirit. That was such an intense moment. That was <laughs> so... My jaw was dropped that entire time. I was just like, like, whoa. It was so good. So good.
0: Yeah. It, it, and, and you know, I talked with, with Prestige about this on, on Monday. I said, yes, it brought us so far down to church that the Holy Spirit came by and drop kicked people in the chest. It was, <laughs> it was amazing. Um, but what is it like now, now you're there and you're Mm. there to journal and Mm. you're there to, to, and now that moment happens. What clicks for you? Like, where do you stop being the observer that is, you know, kind of taking it all in and being like, oh no, this is the moment I need to start, you know, making sure I'm writing some stuff down. How does that work for you?
1: I mean, oh my gosh. I mean, I feel like whether you're there to do journalism or not so many Thoughts are popping into your head, and so I mean, like, I was just jotting things furiously in my notes app of just, like, of just just thinking about how like special this moment was. I mean, like, I was like tearing up at that moment because it was just like so. I, I feel like honestly, that show was like the best concert I've been to, hands down. Like, hands down, it was just so intense emotional beautiful the performances were so good everyone there was just in such like a very special unique mood both like in celebration and just like deep despair so it was just it was just so such a unique moment um but i was just jotting everything down i was just taking photos i like went through two rolls of film i was just like oh my god like what's going on but i mean i think that um I feel like in those sort of situations, it's about like, the only difference is that I'm writing it down because everyone through that moment was going through something and had so many thoughts. And the only difference was that I was like, got to make sure I write this down. But that was (laughs) it. It was so, so many moments were popping in my head. It was just amazing.
0: And and that's that's one of the most incredible things about the jam. It's actually something that I followed when they used to be a PST, and they, they've grown and gone about the thing. I, I, I remember one of the first ones I went to, I actually jumped on there with them. I was on stage with, like, four gospel oh, singers,
1: oh
0: and uh, I couldn't sing. I couldn't talk for the next three days. They, they beat my voice up so bad, oh I couldn't talk for the next three days. And that's when I was like, okay – I have to learn to recalibrate and stuff like that. And then um, I don't, I think you left before the whole thing like finished, uh-huh. but uh, yeah, there was a whole run of uh, artists that came up like Finn uh, Wiggins. Henry was up there, uh, D music was up there. And when D first came in, you know, I'm, I'm at the door. I'm like, are you gonna, you gonna, you're gonna go up? like, well, are you gonna go up there? It's like, I'm working, I'm at the door <laughs> right now. I'm doing a job. And she's like, "Well, I'll I'll go up if you go up." And then, like, the door just finished up, and she went up, and I was like, Ugh, "I guess I got to follow a promise." So I actually had to jump up there, and it was, was it was just fine. a great moment, That's so you know. Special. Because you know, and the week prior, I was up there doing a, a solo acoustic thing in a skirt. It was amazing. Oh. Um, you know, we, cha- we challenge everything as much as possible. As I'm rocking the new code defendants T-shirt, uh, by right. the way, I hope I hope you're listening to that record non-stop. T-shirt. Um but as you know we're continuing to grow we're continuing to evolve. what are the next steps for you? I mean are are are, are we going to have kind of like you know you know the zine but now in the full website aspect of it where you have your video selections you know you've got some C and next Tuesday merchandise <laughs> that, that, that that that's there you know what what are we you know what's what's the next evolution because you've gotten this far and you know you you have the 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 drive. I see it. You have the sparkle in your eye right now. It's, it's an amazing sparkle. Um, you know. So what's what's the next thing? Because people definitely love what you're saying. They love what you're doing, and they're already investing in you.
1: Thank so, you.
0: you know, what's the next growth?
1: So challenging to even imagine. I mean, it's it's very hard because like as you said like we have videos we have podcast episodes but like we have two podcast episodes out because mar the co-editor and i just balance like Mm full-time jobs so it's so frustrating when it's like oh we should get this done but we literally don't have time um but um i feel like it's sort of providing different modes of sharing content like definitely through the website of course but also just like different ways of showing other people's work too i mean like we had our second exhibit at Co- it was at coffee with a k and they had reached mm-hmm. to us and was like hey like would you guys want to do an exhibit and so we're like oh my god of course yeah for sure so just sort of like moments like that i think and that event was so ridiculous because we were like, no one's going to show up. It's a Tuesday night after Memorial Day. There's like no Mm -hmm. way. And like, no, we're not upset about it. Like, we'll just eat dinner and like chill out. But it was completely and utterly packed. Like, I'm not like, it was ridiculous how packed it was. Mm -hmm. And so I think just like having more opportunities and moments like that. I mean, like now that we're doing DJ nights, I think like that's such an important part and like Mm -hmm. growing sort of different venues and shows and things like that. Like we had our last, um, we had clubs see you next Tuesday at Diesel Lounge um, (laughs) on Saturday and it was just absolutely kooky crazy. We had four different DJs and it was again like so packed. So I think Mm -hmm. just like having more moments to show up in community with other people is just like the goal, like whether that's a music festival, whether that's having some sort of physical space, Mm -hmm. whether that's, you know, sharing literature. I mean, I'm a haunt of like bookstores and libraries. So like having that sort of thing.
0: Well, I have to say it has been absolutely awesome to haunt this past hour with you. But unfortunately <laughs> the Apollo curtain is being pulled upon oh. us. And it is it is, it is, as Lizzo says about that time. Um, <laughs> This is the moment of time I want to give the the mic completely to you. How can people get in touch with you? How can they invest in you as a human being? Um, how can they help your dreams be accomplished? How can they one hundred percent see the next DJ Cutie show? How can they <laughs> get their hands on the Caneta? See you next Tuesday. Um, ma- you know, magazine when it drops. The floor oh is yours. my god!
1: Thank you. I mean, the best way if you're if you're into zines, if you're don't even know what zine is, there's a lot of areas to explore. Um, the zine. Um, our Instagram is, um, C O N N E C T I C underscore N T, um, on Instagram. We also have, um, the full name the, with a U instead of the underscore, um, dot X, Y, Z as our website. Um, our next zine fair and zine are out July 29th. Um, and it's going to be our two year anniversary. So we're going to have a party at diesel lounge afterwards. Um, and, um we're going to zine fair that day so there's a lot of different ways to just stay in the loop and um hope you join in community with us it would be an honor
0: well it 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 has been an honor and a privilege thank you so much for taking time out of your busy uh friday to talk about seeing next tuesdays um
1: the best thank uh,
0: you i'm i'm merely a penguin But, but I just want to thank you so much. Thank you for being on Behind the Brand. We are here on WNHH 103.5 FM, New Haven, I Am Easy Blues, Prestige. Once again, got that text message from Mrs. Davis, and he's off to find the Holy Grail. He will be back on Monday for more yeah. Shenanah Guy. Um, but it is awesome. It has been an honor and a privilege. And I just, I just want to say, you know, thank you so much for all you do. Um, and definitely keep me in loop. Like, I definitely want to. Want to want to help you grow and anything that I can do to to help you move forward? Uh, let's get weird. I'm all about getting as weird as you yeah, can be possible.
1: Come on. And it, we're it, doing it already. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank of you.
0: course, of course. And and when is that uh, state house piece going to be published? Is that in the 29th?
1: Um, well, definitely, it's going to be in the next issue, but I'm trying to get it up on the website before then.
0: So okay, well, let let me know so I can share the heck out of it. Um, you know, and and I'll have tissues because because um, <laughs> someone will be cutting onions while I'm reading it. That's of why, of course,
1: of course, and, and I'm, I'm cutting onions. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. That's, that's, that's that's what it was. That's what it was. Mm-hmm. Had nothing to do with that, anything in feelings. Bah, feelings. Nah, ah. nah. So that's nah. why I take Prozac. Um. <laughs> 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 But yeah, we true, truly appreciate you. And, and once again, thank you for coming on uh, Behind the Brand. WNHH 103.5 FM, New Haven. And I believe we are out. Wondering what to write about. Trying to figure out what it's all about. Excellent Celeste, am I worth anything or just a scout? I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. Spending time all alone, sending my songs through the phone. Dreaming of a better home, we're more focused on trying to hone this craft, witchcraft. I hope the Brujas let this last.